Welcome to the Football for Kids podcast with me, Darren Reese. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the Super Eagles, the men's Nigerian national football team. All around the world, there are different countries which are in different positions. Some countries are very well off and have the best educational systems, facilities, training, opportunities and lots of other really good things which gives kids and adults a better chance of becoming the best that they can be. In other countries, not so much. And in this episode, you will learn about how football-loving Nigerians went from kicking a football around on the streets of Nigeria with no shoes, no goals and no equipment to winning the Africa Cup of Nations and making it to the knockout stages of the World Cup. Before we get into this episode about the Super Eagles, we need to do some shout outs and some messages. And the first one is from Archer. It says, hi Darren, my name is Archer and I am five years old. I play football on Sundays and Mondays and every opportunity that I can. I support Arsenal and my favourite player is Saka. I love the episode that you did about him. I listen to your podcast every night. It's brilliant. Thank you from Archer. Well, thank you very much, Archer. It's great to know that you're enjoying the podcast and that you really like the episode about Saka. I hope that you really enjoy this episode as well. The next one says, Hi, my name is Jess. I'm nine and I'm from Bangor in Northern Ireland. Please can you give a shout out to me and my brother Dara? We play for Castle Juniors FC and are huge Liverpool fans. I would like episodes about goalkeepers because I'm a goalie and my favourite is Alison Becker. My brother liked the Christmas quiz. Well, thank you very much for your message, Jess. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast and a big shout out to Castle Juniors FC. And also, I've added to my list, do some more episodes about goalkeepers. Hopefully you enjoyed the last episode, which was about Thibaut Courtois. And if you haven't listened to that yet, it's available for you to listen to now. And the last one is a big shout out to Jack Stewart, who loves listening to the podcast and would love to know more about the Liverpool squad, in particular, Nunes. Well, Jack, I've stuck Nunes onto the list of episodes that I need to write. Thank you for being a listener and I hope that you really enjoy this episode. Right then. Let's get on with it, shall we? The episode about the Nigerian men's football team, also known as the Super Eagles. Nigeria is a country in the west of Africa, a country which has some very, very poor areas where people struggle. However, Nigeria has loved its football for nearly 100 years. And in 1949, some members of the Nigerian football team came over to Britain and played football matches against the likes of Bromley, Bishop Auckland and South Liverpool. In 1963, Nigeria played in their first proper tournament, a tournament called AFCON, the African Cup of Nations. It's a tournament where the different countries around the continent of Africa play each other. Egypt are the most successful, with seven titles, and Senegal are the most recent winners. Cameroon have always been good in that tournament, and they've won it five times. In 1963, Nigeria were in a group with Egypt and Sudan. They didn't make it to the next stage, as they lost both of their games. However, 
Football became more and more popular as the years went by and children would be on the streets more and more playing football with old tin cans, bottles and anything they could make a football out of. In Nigeria, due to how little money some people have, the children and adults play football on the concrete with no shoes. Nothing stops them. They love the game and they'll do anything to play. One of the top Nigerian national football players once said, We grew up playing football on the streets without any shoes. Imagine how good we became when we were on a football pitch with proper football boots. And in 1980, Nigeria got the opportunity to host AFCON, the African Cup of Nations. Nigeria went the entire tournament without losing a game and ended up winning the whole thing. After that though, Nigeria didn't win the AFCON tournament for 10 years and they still hadn't qualified for the World Cup. But in 1989, things started to move in the right direction as they got a new football coach, a new head coach from the Netherlands. And in the Netherlands, they really know their football. A man called Clemens Westerhoff. Clemens knew that if he was going to change the team, he would need to improve the facilities and the way of life for the Nigerian team. The Nigerian Football Federation didn't have any money, so he went straight to the top, to the people who were running the country. Westerhoff then travelled all around the country of Nigeria, watching all sorts of different football matches. He was on the hunt for the biggest and the best talent the country had to offer. One of the players that he found and wanted to play for the Nigerian national side was a player called Daniel Amakachi. Amakachi ended up playing for the likes of Everton and was a very, very good player. Not only was he scouting around the country for the best Nigerian football players, but he was also scouting around Europe for Nigerian players who could be brought back to play for the national side. Westerhoff was building a side like Nigeria had never seen before. A side of winners. The Dutch football coaching machine Westerhoff spent the next few years getting funding for the national side and improving the players. The next African Cup of Nations tournament came around in 1994 and the Super Eagles made it to the final. A final against Zambia. Before the game kicked off, Pele was there shaking all the players' hands and ready to watch a great match. Nigeria went 1-0 down but came back to win the match and the whole tournament with a 2-1 win. Nigeria were properly in the mix now and a team to be watched. Unfortunately, at this time, the country was an even more difficult place to live. This was due to lots of important people arguing and disagreeing on lots of different things. The Nigerian football team still worked on their next goal, which was to qualify for the World Cup for the first time ever. Could they do it? Yep. In the same year that they won AFCON, they qualified for the World Cup tournament and made their way to the United States of America. This was the biggest stage these players had ever played on. The world was watching. Their first game was against a brilliant Bulgarian side and Nigeria won 3-0. The next game was against Argentina and the superstar of the football world, Diego Maradona. After six minutes, Nigeria went 1-0 up, but Argentina came back to win the game 2-1. Nigeria's last game was against Greece, and they beat them 2-0. Nigeria 
ended up topping their group above Argentina. At first, the whole of Nigeria were celebrating their team qualifying for the World Cup. Now, they were celebrating their team topping the group and making it to the knockout stages. A simply incredible achievement. Nigeria would have to play Italy in their first game of the knockouts. Italy were on fire at this time and were one of the favourites to win the whole tournament. Nigeria went 1-0 up 24 minutes in and in the second half of the game, Italy came out and were aggravated. They made some really bad and harsh tackles. Two very key Nigerian players got injured and a famous Italian player called Zola got a red card for a bad tackle. Italy were down to 10 men and Nigeria didn't have their best team on the pitch anymore. The Nigerian fans and team thought that they were through with moments left. Italy equalised and it was to go to extra time. Italy ended up winning a penalty in extra time and scored it. Nigeria went crashing out of the World Cup and it was heartache for Nigerians. Although Nigeria had been knocked out of the World Cup, it was important that they remembered how well they had done and how far they had come. Following on from the 1994 World Cup in America, Nigeria went on to the knockout stages of the World Cup in France in 98. They were the runners-up of the year 2000 AFCON, they made it to the group stages of a 2010 South African World Cup and to the last 16 of the Brazil World Cup. So from bare feet in the streets of Nigeria to the biggest stage in the world, I hope that you've enjoyed listening and learning about the Super Eagles. They are proof that no matter where you are from or what equipment that you have, you can achieve great things if you really work hard and that if you really want to. And remember, if you know someone who loves football just as much as you do, then please tell them about Football for Kids. And whether you're playing football soon, watching it on the telly or pitch side, I hope that you enjoy the game. See you next time.